Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Okay, we are ready to roll for another Growing in Grace podcast. My name is Joel Brzezinski, along with Mike Kapler, uh, continuing to celebrate our eight hundred, um, our first 800 podcast before we go on to our next 800 podcast here on the Growing in Grace <laughs> podcast. Who knows how long we'll go here. Um, I'm very surprised that we even made it this far because, you know, a lot of people who maybe if you know me privately, I'm not a very talkative person. I mean, I just, I don't have what's called the gift of gab. And if you, if you would listen to this podcast, you would think that I'm lying uh, because I have a lot to say on the podcast, <laughs> but uh, I really, when we were first approached about the idea of doing this many years ago, I just, I really didn't think that I could even sustain this. And even um, with asking you to join me on it, Cap, I, I really didn't know. I was not confident that it would last very long. I really had no clue. I just didn't know. But just the fact that it's gone 800 podcasts um, and beyond now is is a testament to what the Lord wanted to do with this thing. Definitely, it's not us. In it's not our ability to sustain something. I really do believe, and I think it's been witnessed. Um, we've witnessed it over the years as we've done this, where we think. Where did that come from? You know, after we've talked about something, how in the world did that come out of me? Uh, it's just been amazing to see what God has done. I know <laughs> it. It happens, and 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 like we've said many times, uh, we don't usually premeditate what we say, good, bad, or ugly. The, there it is. You know, do what you want with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like somebody who's a who's, who's about to get sick. They know it's coming. <laughs> something's something's coming out, and. Um, <laughs> We just, you know, you just never know what it's going to be sometimes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. But, hey, Joel, something we've never really talked about before, I don't think. But I'm going to ask you live, on the air. Uh-oh. Um, nervous. Have Have you thought about how long we're going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Another 800. Now I... <laughs> Another 800 number? Well, no, I mean... It's just it's just one of these things. I think when we first started this particular series, looking back, I think I said something to the effect of this is just something that we, we just do. I don't think about I, I don't necessarily dwell anymore upon how many we've done. And I, and I don't really think about how long it will go. We just do it and we'll do it until we do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of live in the moment. You live in the day and, and you just go with it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that we've talked about over the years as we're celebrating reaching that 800th podcast a number of weeks ago, we're looking back on some of the things we've talked about, right? For those of you who may be listening for the first time, um, one of the topics that we've, we've discussed on numerous occasions is the subject of the tithe, uh, tithing. What most people think of when they hear the word tithing is giving 10% of your money, usually to a church, and that this is uh, in some cases being taught as a requirement the minimum. And in some cases, you'll even hear where if you do this, God will bless you, theoretically, with more money. Um, 
So there's a whole a whole wide range of issues going on here, but uh, we're just going to try and take one program here to hit on some of the highlights. Like I said, uh, you may be a new listener, so we're going to try and keep it simple here and uh, help change your thinking just a little bit because uh, the the tithing issue has largely been taken out of context. And I know this is something that you're very passionate about, Joel. Yeah, I've written a lot about it. We've um, done podcasts on it. And I just I do enjoy talking about it because I, I hope that people will be set free from this idea that they have to give 10% of their income to a church. If a person wants to give more, that's wonderful. If a person isn't able to give more or wants to give less, that's fine too. The whole idea of giving in the New Covenant isn't based upon a percentage. The the tithes, the, the word tithe means 10%, and there's nowhere uh, in the Bible, in the Old Testament scriptures or in the New Covenant epistles, there's nothing that says that a person has to give 10% of their income to a church. The word tithe is used in many different ways, but it's never used in a way that tells the new covenant believer that they have to give 10% of their income to a church. So, well, but it says to bring the, your tithes to the storehouse. So that's a good example. Maybe maybe we can start there. Malachi 3, people will go uh, to Malachi 3, and Malachi 3 was written not to Christians, but it was written to people who were under the old covenant. Really, in short, again, we're going to try to keep this brief, and I'll link to um, a couple of series that we have done uh, on the tithe in the past. So we'll link to that so you can go through and listen to those if you'd like to. Um, Malachi 3 was written to Jews who were under the old covenant. Basically, in short, they had forsaken some commandments that God had given them. You can see that the, a lot of Malachi 3 was directed at the Old Covenant priests, and um, by the time we get to Malachi 3, what had happened is that people had forsaken the Old Covenant commands that had already been given. See, there were lawful commands in the Law of Moses that directed the people to bring tithes to feed the tribe of Levi, because God had commanded that the tribe of Levi not own their own land, not own their own property, not own their own cattle, and not be able to provide sustenance for themselves, because the Lord said, I am their inheritance. And so he commanded the other tribes, especially the farming community, to provide food. And that was what the tithes were. They were to bring the tithes to these buildings called storehouses, uh, so that the the uh, so that the Levites could go and get food to eat. That's what that was about. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with ten percent of income. It was food. You see, the the Jews, the people of Israel, had a money economy. They had they spent money and saved money and uh, traded with money just like we do today. And God never commanded them to tithe of their money. He said to bring tithes of food so that the Levite tribe could eat. So that's really what Malachi was about. And when God said, I will open up the windows of heaven, you know, don't don't forsake, you know, bringing your tithe and I'll open up the windows of heaven. God was simply saying he'll make it rain. So they need not fear like losing out on something if, if they're going to give tithes of food uh, for this Levite tribe, because God's going to make it rain. He's going to provide all the crops that they need. And everything's going to be just fine. So he wasn't making a promise to anyone that if you tithe, 
I'll just make these, I'll just give you so many blessings, like earthly blessings that you won't be able, be able to contain it. He's talking about making it rain so that they would have more food than what they needed. It's really all he was talking about there. Yeah, and and that makes sense because in that passage in, in Malachi 3 where he says, I'll, I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy, what? The fruits of your soil and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear. And then all nations will call you blessed, a land of delight. So it, it, it really is all about that. It, it is about the uh, Levites needing food. And they lived in different places, so there were many storehouses where the food was was brought. Um, and that's just the way it was because they did not receive the, the uh, Levite. Not, not all Levites were priests, but all priests came from the Levites or the Levitical tribe. And they did not receive what the other tribes had received. And so this was the deal. Um, and and so this, this tithing thing became a part of the law. The law came to an end. Some people might say, well, Jesus told us to tithe. I heard that as a young man many years ago as, as some scripture was being taken out of context there in the red letters um, when Jesus was uh, talking to people who were under the law, namely the, the scribes and, and Pharisees. But even in his reference to them, he referred to food. He said, you, you hypocrites, you'll, you'll tithe down to the flake of a seed or a spice, but you'll neglect weightier matters of the law. Uh, and so that law, as we've been talking about for, for many weeks, not to mention many years, <laughs> mm-hmm. came to an end. Uh, and, and, and again, it's just it's become so Christianized and it's become a, a financial thing. Uh, and we're all forgiving. Uh, grace giving is, is a, a beautiful thing. And we encourage that. Paul talked about it with the Corinthians uh, and, and it's mentioned in other places in New Testament writings. But this manipulative method of trying to get people to give as a requirement, and then they'll, they'll be blessed for it because they do it. Um, that's taking the Bible out of context. Right, yeah. And um, what you're talking about there with Jesus talking about the tithe, Luke 11 and Matthew 23, you'll find those. And he was rebuking the Pharisees uh, for openly openly saying, we are the greatest law keepers. You know, I'm paraphrasing, I'm putting it in my own words, but boasting about their law keeping and uh, Jesus comes along and says but you don't even do certain things yeah sure for a show you tithe this that and the other thing but you've neglected other matters of the law the weightier matters of the law so he was really rebuking them for not you know for saying that they kept the law but really they were hypocrites they were not keeping the law it has nothing to do with christianity it has nothing to do with life in christ but it has to do with the, the life of the pharisees and so the other, you know, well, real briefly, Jacob uh, voluntarily tithed. In Genesis twenty-eight, twenty-two, Jacob said to God, of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Now there's context surrounding that. He was on his way back from a long journey, and he asked God to give him safe passage back to his father's house. He promised God actually three different things, and you can, you can read that in Genesis 28. But the point that I want to make from that is that just because Jacob vowed to give a tenth to God. That doesn't make it a Christian principle. 
<laughs> that doesn't make it a principle for all of humanity to follow. doesn't make it a principle for uh, the Jewish religion to follow, uh, for the people of Israel to follow. You don't see any examples of anyone else doing that. You just see Jacob making that vow. It's great. If Jacob wants to make that vow, he can make that vow. And if he keeps it or not, I don't, I don't know whether he did keep that vow or not. But he didn't tell other people that they also had to do that. And he didn't um, make it a, a commandment that people had to do what Jacob did. Um, running short for this time, I, would, I do want to address Abraham's tithe, because that's a big one that even, I know that we have listeners here who are so, who, who they really love what we talk about here on this podcast, and yet they disagree with us on this issue, and it's usually based upon Abraham's tithe, um, as talked about in Genesis, and is also as talked about as brought up in Hebrews seven. I think I mentioned that briefly last week, talking about something different. But uh, maybe we can just touch on that briefly at the beginning of next week's podcast. And um, Abraham's tithe, in short, here as we wrap up for this week, Abraham's tithe was a tithe, not of his income, not of his wealth, not of anything that he had earned, but it was the spoils of war. Abraham had gone into battle because his nephew Lot and his family had been taken along with a lot of their possessions. And there's a several hundred mile journey that happened when all of this took place where um, Abraham was able to rescue Lot and the family and get them back to safety. And then on his way home, Abraham gave a tenth of what? His income? No. All the stuff that he previously owned, no. Of his possessions, no, but of the spoils of war. And so when we get into uh, next week's uh, podcast, we'll talk more a little bit about that. And as you know, we're talking, we're spending some time here looking back on some of the highlights of topics we've talked about over the first 800 podcasts that we did. So we'll get into more of that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.